episode of the world. If you can hear me loud and clear, could you please give me a thumbs up or some fire emoji? 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Before we begin, I want to say a sincere, I want to give a sincere apology. We were facing some technical issues, so that is why we are starting late. So if you're joining us tonight, I want to say we are so sorry, but thank you so much for holding tight. And to Dr. Gifty, thank you so much for holding tight. So good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of The World. This October mostly is um, Pink Month, where women or the world celebrate breast cancer. And as for us, the world team, we are highlighting on diseases and sicknesses that affect the female population. You know, but then we are not leaving you guys out because this information will be essential for the beautiful women in your lives. So the goal of this month's segment is to create awareness and minimize fear and misinformation when it comes to the sicknesses that we'll be talking, all the diseases we'll be talking about or discussing um, on our segment. So once again, thank you all for joining me tonight. And I am your host, your ever loving presence. <laughs> Celestine Ardemage upon and joining me tonight is um, to, to have this conversation on breast cancer is Dr. Gifty Amwaten. Doctor, could you please unmute yourself and say hi, introduce yourself to our listeners? Hello everyone, good evening. My name is Gifty Boateng and I'm a medical doctor at Tema General Hospital in Ghana. Yeah, Ghana in the house. Yeah. Happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's a privilege to actually have you joining us to have such an important conversation. Um, but before we go into the conversation, I want us I want to give a disclaimer. Um, I do hope and I'll keep saying this every time. So please listen and bear with me. I hope that we are all believers and have accepted Jesus as our Lord and personal Savior according to the book of Romans chapter 10 verse 9 that says if we if you confess with your mouth that you, the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart the heart that God has raised him from the dead you will be saved that is a simple confession okay guys also you can follow the world at d underscore world 22 on ig and also on twitter you can also follow our page on facebook and as the conversation goes on you can also put in your comments your questions your contribution you guys know how we do it i am here for you and i bet you the dr gifty is also here for you so if you have any concerns just put it in the comment section and i would love 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 to read it out so doctor pretty girl <laughs> hello <laughs> let's get into our conversation okay so i okay. was doing i was doing my you know my research because i want to be you know i'm coming to meet the doctor it's a whole mm -hmm. platform here this is a whole world on its own so i have to come prepared and <laughs> i i i i in my in my in my um studies i i noticed mm -hmm. that um like the breast cancer disease is is something that has been around for centuries you know even in the BCs, and it's wild. And uh, the modern approach actually started in the 19th century. And the why I'm actually having why, why we are actually here is that um, I noticed or like I found out that it actually increased the incidence rate has increased, and not just in Ghana, but in America too, and globally, you know. And okay. I want us to have like the real conversation let's let's get into it what is this sickness what is breast cancer because it it creates it has a tonation of like i don't know some kind of a fear when you hear like breast cancer when you hear like cancer like any sort of cancer it it has a whole vibe on itself what is this <laughs> can you help okay, so me with whenever, that doctor what is breast cancer yeah so whenever we say cancer it means there's an abnormal growth of the body cells so for example mm -hmm. whenever we pick any organ and we say there's cancer in that organ then mm -hmm. it means the cells that make up the organ um, they are undergoing an abnormal growth mm -hmm. yeah so let's take the breast for example we have the breast this is made up of cells so the mm -hmm. cell is like the smallest unit of it the cell divided and then develop into the breast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So whenever there's cancer, it means um, 
the growth, there's been an abnormal growth. Yeah, and then there are genes in the body which control the growth of the cells so that they don't become cancerous. So mm-hmm. when there's any um, defect in these genes, it's, um, it causes them not to be able to work well. So they are not able to control the growth and then the abnormal growth happens and then causes the cancer formation. So, yeah. Hmm. So, so basically, this is just the the human system doing its normal job, but just in an abnormal way. Yes. So yes the cells exactly. are supposed to grow anyway, but the yes. rate at which it's supposed to grow when it yeah, gets it's out supposed of hand. Yes, when it gets out of hand. Yes, it's supposed to grow under monitoring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when. Um, what is supposed to monitor it is not able to do its work well because it's the abnormal growth which causes the formation of the cancer. Mm, so too much of everything is bad, including yes. overgrowing cells. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Doc. Um, but what are some of the risk factors? Um, is it a disease that is specifically geared towards um, a specific group of people or age or like demography does does do they count like what are some yes. of the risk factors and what are some of the causes of it okay so we don't have a specific cause but mm-hmm. we have some factors that may put one at risk of developing the disease so yeah, yeah. so one of it is um, a gene called the B so we all have this gene in our body it's actually one of the genes that control the growth of cells in the body mm-hmm. so whenever there's a mutation or whenever there's a defect in this gene the mm-hmm. BRCA gene it's not able to do its work well so it means it can't control the growth of the cells. So the cells just continue to divide and then grow up normally, leading to the so, cancer formation. And this gene can be found in every woman. <laughs> as yeah, long as you have first. Every woman. As long as you are a woman, you, you have you have this gene. Okay. This. So that is the first like genetical base. Yes. Or like yes. Okay, okay, okay. Are there others? Yeah, there are others. There are others, but, but the most common ones are the BRCA1 and then BRCA2. Mm-hmm. Yes. One and two? Yes, we have one and two. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So their main job is to control the growth of cells, like I said. Mm-hmm. But then when there's a defect, that's what causes a mutation in this gene and then it's not able to do it work well. Mm-hmm. Are there any substances that are like in our environment that can cause yes. or predispose a person to to have breast cancer or any sort of cancer? I'm saying this because I'm asking this because mm-hmm. um growing up I have I have this cousin yeah one time she came to my room and I was getting ready and then I was applying body lotion and she was like, girl, don't apply body lotion around your chest there because you're going to get cancer. And I was like, uh. <laughs> okay. So, so tell your girl, like, are these, are these, can I classify these as myth or do they have potential? Well, we have, we have um, some chemicals, that's cause that can cause breast cancer but then mm-hmm. these chemicals will cause a mutation like they will cause the for example they can cause the BRCA to change mm-hmm. from its normal um, from the normal gene it can alter it to become a, a, an abnormal gene so it will not be able to do it work well huh. so Things so, like radiation, certain uh-huh. chemicals, yeah. So as and long then, as these genes are intact, like you are good. 
yeah as long as the gene is intact you are good it's going to do it work well but then when there's a mutation in the gene that is when um it can cause cancer mm. that is when what? it puts you at risk of getting cancer huh and the environmental factors only affect those genes and then results in in cancer cells yes no it's huh. result it affect those genes Mm-hmm. It affects how they are supposed to be. So mm-hmm. if since they are altered, they will not be able to work well. So they they act as if they are not there at all. You know. Hmm. Oh, omo yo many. Yeah, omo yo. Well, thank you so much for, for that, Doctor. Um, if you're just joining us, um, this is the world and welcome. We're having a conversation on breast cancer awareness and. We currently have a conversation with Dr. Gifty Boatin. So, um, Dr. Boatin, what are some yes. of the signs of breast cancer? And like, what are some of the symptoms that one can um, be on the lookout for? You know, be on the lookout for your wife, for your girlfriend. I'm not, um, I'm not, mm, mm, let me just keep quiet. But, you know, personally, be on the lookout for So, <laughs> so you know, like you are able to act, act fast. Yeah, okay. Okay, so actually, I would like to talk about other risk factors aside definitely, the girl. Mm. Gene, yes, I want to mm-hmm. talk about other risk factors that um, predispose a person to getting the mm-hmm. breast cancer. So, aside a mutation in the BRCA gene, like I said, mm-hmm. we also have um, an increase in estrogen, estrogen in the person. Mm-hmm. So, um. So estrogen is a hormone that controls um, like the formation of uh, female sexual characteristics. So for example, development of breast, hips, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. And then this hormone is produced by the ovaries. Yeah, so when there's an increase in its level in the body, it can also put us at risk of getting breast cancer. Oh, wow. So some things that it's like it's a prolonged exposure of your body to this hormone will put you at risk of getting cancer so mm-hmm. for example if you, if you get your menses really early mm-hmm. you know if you get your menses really early then it means in your lifetime you are going to your body is going to be exposed to this hormone for a long time Okay, and also, if you don't give birth early, because during pregnancy, this hormone's level decreases. Mm-hmm. So, not getting pregnant early means your body is going to be exposed to this hormone for a long time, and then it puts you at risk of getting breast cancer. Also, late menopause. Late, late menopause means your body is going to be exposed to this hormone for a long time and this is related to um, not getting pregnant because when you give birth you are going to breastfeed Uh during breastfeeding the hormones level the estrogen hormones level decreases so I'm actually like in my mind I am imagining the female like system and mm-hmm. how one part is supposed to increase so that another part will, will increase and there will be a real regulation be- until you die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are all, like, there's a mechanism, you know, in our body that controls all of this. So, so what of people who take, like, extra, like, estrogens? Like, uh-huh. um, yes. yes. Like, you know, some most yes. women take additional estrogens to boost or increase it so that is like mm-hmm. they are naturally like artificially themselves um predisposing themselves to like breast cancer yes so for example in old age mm-hmm. in old age um during menopause um older women they don't produce the estrogen anymore so sometimes mm-hmm. the adopters may put them on um oral estrogen mm-hmm. yeah and then sometimes 
this may be too much, you know. Yeah, they put them on extra estrogen because aside estrogen controlling menstrual cycle, and mm-hmm. it helps with um, strong bones and all. So during old age, when um, older women are having problems with their bones, you know, and then experiencing other symptoms of um, the menopausal age, yeah, they can put them on the oral estrogen. And then sometimes to um, certain young women tend to take some oral contraceptives and all. Then mm-hmm. these also contain estrogen, you know. So this this extra estrogen plus what your body is already producing mm-hmm. increases your exposure to the estrogen, and that will also put you at risk of getting the breast cancer. Yeah. Hmm. So, <laughs> um, family, if you have any questions, you can please put it in the comment box, and you can also phone in. So, um, with these three. BRCA1, BRCA2, estrogen increase, mm-hmm. and date menopause. All these are natural <laughs> mechanisms <laughs> in a few body that can actually predispose us yes. to, to breast cancer. Are they anything outside the the natural way that, like the natural female system? Like anything outside? Yes, so there's diet and lifestyle. Mm. So an active lifestyle will reduce your risk because you know when you're active um you tend to be leaner mm-hmm. and then when you eat um if you eat a diet full of fat um like high in fat junk mm-hmm. food high in fat you know it increases the fat cells it increases your body composition of fat increases, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, um, aside our ovaries producing estrogen, mm-hmm. the fat cells in our bodies also produce little amount of estrogen. So it means if we have more fat cells in our bodies, then if each cell is producing a very tiny amount of estrogen, when we have more fat cells in our body and they are all producing tiny amounts, they will come together and become big so so in oh. turn yeah so that is why that is where the, the having an active lifestyle comes in because it will help you stay in shape you know, and then use the fat cells in your body i wasn't i wasn't aware that like fat cells were actually like account for that yeah that, they, they that also produce estrogen and then also but it produces in little amounts Mm -hmm. and then also we have another organ called Mm -hmm. the adrenal gland Mm -hmm. so we all have it men and women we all have the adrenal gland and then they produce little amounts of estrogen so it means men also produce estrogen you know but in very very little amounts yeah so it means if men are also producing estrogen then they are also at risk of getting and breast cancer. So breast cancer is not just, you know, men also get breast cancer, just that it's, it's very uncommon, it's very rare, but they I'm, do get. Really? I have, that, no wonder you said it's rare because I, have, I haven't heard or seen any man yeah. with breast yeah. cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Even in my practice, I also haven't seen, but then I'm really early in the practice. <laughs> but I haven't seen, but I've heard, I've heard of um, other senior colleagues telling of a male that they've managed um, as a case of breast cancer before. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, Dr. Gifty, um, now can you tell us some of the signs and symptoms okay. um, of breast cancer? So, some of the signs a person with breast cancer may present with a lump in the breast. So, they will say that I've noticed that there's something in my breast mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lump in my breast or they may complain of pain breast pain you know mm-hmm. and then they there might be some skin changes you know we have a very um the commonest one is when the skin of the breast starts to look like an orange peel you know how the orange peel looks like 
yes yeah, so the skin of the breast tends to look like that yeah, and then sometimes the nipple um we say retracted mm. like the tip of the nipple will be depressed inside we call it a retracted nipple yeah and then you may also have some discharge coming from the breast bloody discharge yeah so all these are things the female need to be looking out for yes like literally every to, time they get naked yes every time yes so every time you stand in the mirror look at your breast check if you know um in all of us mm-hmm. one of our breasts is slightly bigger than the other mm-hmm. but then if there's that if there's a change and then there's a very significant um difference in the sizes of wood in the size of wood breast you'll be able to know so when you stand in the mirror and you look at your breast you need to look out for any abnormal increase in any of the breasts if there's mm-hmm. any swelling around the breast you know like any skin changes around the breast if there's any wound around the breast mm-hmm. yeah you need to look out for all that Okay, thank you. Um, I think someone needs a clarification, and the question I just got it says, mm-hmm. "Doctor, do you mean having menopause early solves mm-hmm. or reduce the risk of breast cancer?" It reduces it. It reduces okay. it because then your body is not exposed to estrogen for a long time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So, for some of the risk factors is. Um, science, the science mm-hmm. we should look for, lump in the breast, breast mm-hmm. pain, skin changes, um, retracted nipple discharges mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. or from, from the nipple, abnormal increase in either of the, of mm-hmm. the breast. So do all these symptoms have to present themselves at the same time? Do I need to see one and then report or I need to wait for to select one or no, two? No, no. Actually, by the, most of the time, by the time um you see the skin changes mm-hmm. then it has already gone far you know that is why it's important to do the regular examination of your breast so that immediately you see uh, you feel a lump or you feel pain you report to a health facility really early yeah. mm-hmm. so you don't have to wait to see for example if you notice a discharge from your breast you don't have to wait and say, oh, it's not bloody. I've heard that bloody discharge means it's probably cancerous. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't have to wait and say that, oh, because it's not bloody, I'm going to stay at home. It's mm-hmm. not normal for somebody who is not who is not breastfeeding to have any discharge from the breast. So mm-hmm. since you are not breastfeeding, if you notice any discharge coming from your breast, then you quickly report to your health center to have mm-hmm. it checked out okay thank you so we don't wait to see all the signs yes even if it's a it's it's, it's a it's a trick cry if it cries go to the hospital if it cries it's better to go for them to tell you that nothing is wrong than to stay at home thinking everything is all right thank you for that um to to my audience and to everyone listening right now i want us to i want to ask a question and please put in your thoughts in the comment box so I can read it out. What is your personal thought on breast cancer? When you, as a person, when you hear breast cancer, what is the first thing that comes into your mind? And what is like the feeling associated with that? You know, because I know we all come from different backgrounds and we all have different ideas associated with different words. So to you, what is breast cancer when we say breast cancer? What is the first feeling that comes to you and what is your initial thoughts? So let's share that with us and let's find out. Um, so doctor, why is early okay. detection of breast cancer important? Okay, because it really affects the course of treatment. It means when we detect it early, then it hasn't spread to mm. other parts of the body because it's, it's not just going to remain in the breast, you know, it's going to spread. It's going to spread to our lungs. It can spread oh, to wow. the brain. It can spread to the liver. Wait, yes. to the brain? So, yes, yes. Because 
um, you know, it can find it. It has a way of entering the blood. So it means mm-hmm. wherever blood circulates in the body, mm-hmm. it can it can get to that region. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so that it doesn't spread to every part of the body, the lungs yes. included. Yes. So one one can be diagnosed with like different cancers at the same time. Like we can say you have a breast cancer, and you can ha- and we can also say you have no, lung no, cancer no, at the no, same time. No, no, no. We say you have a breast cancer that has spread to your lungs. Oh, breast cancer that has spread to your bones. Breast cancer that has spread to your liver. Yes. And all will be treated as breast cancer. Yes. Okay. Okay. And what are the, the screening um, processes and investigation associated with breast cancer? Is it okay, like, so, is it a long process or is it a short process? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it depends on what they find at each stage, huh. you know? So first of all, when you notice that there's a lump in your breast mm-hmm. and you go to the health center, you tell them, I've, been, I've seen this, how long, you know, and then they will examine you. So when they examine, and then it feels like it feels like normal breast tissue. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's say they examine you and then they feel the lump in the breast. Mm-hmm. So depending on your age, the next will be to do an investigation. So if you got the ultrasound, mm-hmm. you know, or a mammogram. Wait, so, doctor, before, wait, I'm sorry to cut in, but wait, before you, you, you talk about the investigation process of breast mm-hmm. cancer, why does age here count? Because he said depending on the age, why does the age okay. here count? Okay, so with the mammogram, okay, so with the mammogram, in younger people, you know, mm-hmm. the breast tissue is dense, so it, it's, in a younger person, the breast tissue, the mammogram tends to be very painful, you know. So, um, doing a mammogram in a younger person can cause extreme pain in the person. Mm-hmm. So that's why age matters? Yes, that's why age matters. Okay, okay. So, we a younger person, Diana, just a scan. <laughs> yeah, we a younger person, you do an ultrasound. Oh, ultrasound. An ultrasound. Okay. Yes. Okay, an ultrasound. Okay. And and so what are you can take us through the investigations. Okay. Okay, so you do an ultrasound. If you're less than thirty five, you do an ultrasound. If you're less than thirty five, the ultrasound is enough to detect, to detect any abnormality. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And then if you are above thirty five, then you do the mammogram. Hmm. Yeah. Is there a reason why I think I, 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 I you have probably answered this, but I'm just going to ask it for the sake of okay. everybody listening. Um, is there a reason why that breast cancer is more prevalent between um, age fifty and below? Okay, so. Wait, come again with your question. Is there a reason why mm. breast cancer is more prevalent among like women aged 50 and below? Okay, so let's take someone who is um, 50 mm-hmm. and then someone who is, let's say, 40. Mm-hmm. But they both had their menses at 13. Okay, mm-hmm. so from 13 to 50, and then 13 to 40. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they are they are both currently, let's say they are both currently menstruating. Okay. Or, or, yeah, they are both currently menstruating. So then increasing of person, estrogen. Yes, the person who is 50 has had more estrogen exposure than the person who is 40. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is that is part of the reason why, not the only reason, but part of the reason why it's more common to detect in oh. someone who is 
like in women below 50 than and then also um if someone is for example if someone is 60 mm -hmm. and someone who is 60 is in the menopausal age so this person is not producing more estrogen anymore you know it's not producing more estrogen the estrogen this person's level of estrogen production is really small so if this person has breast cancer mm -hmm. this is probably in my its size might stay the same for for a long time and it might not even be detected because the estrogen helps with the growth of the breast cells mm -hmm. you know so if even if it's cancerous once estrogen we still have estrogen production Mm -hmm. The abnormal cell will be growing, yeah. But now that there's no estrogen in the 60 year old, then the cell will not be growing, it will just remain dormant as it is, and then it might not even be detected. You know? oh. yeah, if, if it wasn't detected before, um, before, mm -hmm. before um, the start of the menopause. Okay, thank you so much. Um, Pastor Charles just gave his thoughts and he says, my vet thought is that it's a villain. Wow, yes, mm -hmm. I agree. Like cancer is gen in general, it's bad enough, but to happen to the breast is terrible. The breast is one of the most beautiful things about a woman. One of the many miracles of life itself with its ability mm -hmm. to produce food to sustain life. For cancer to then cause its destroy and in some cases i hear you need to even cut off the breast entirely it's terrible thing thank god it's preventable is it preventable but yes <laughs> is it treatable and curable but we will go there first and before yeah, we do go yeah. into our next question i want to apologize to my to my listeners and everybody we will go over time a little bit so please marry <laughs> us because we started late. Thank you. Um, <laughs> um. So, is breast cancer curable and is it treat uh, is treatment possible? Can someone be cured of breast cancer? Yeah, treatment is is possible. I mean, well, you it's a long process of being on medication. Wow. And then, um the tumor will be suppressed so it will not be growing it, it, it will not grow it will not continue growing so it's not the is this the cure or the treatment which one this is the treatment okay so with the treatment is just to stunt the growth of the of the tumor and not actually yes. like to take it out or to let it like vanish or something like that yes in the very early stage, it's mm -hmm. possible to treat it completely. And very, it's possible to treat it completely. But usually it's detected, you know, it's, it's, not detect, it's usually not detected early. So most of the times it's not completely cured but it's managed it's managed and the person can live a very normal life with mm -hmm. very little to no complications mm. and 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 what of the the cure because i know like scientists have been going on like um center cancer center and research centers have been like making some research and medical history and all of that in finding a yeah. cure Yes. breast cancer so what what about that one yeah so it's still ongoing it's still ongoing i've not heard of any complete cure mm. all are just continuous management you know to control it mm -hmm. to prevent further spread yeah. Yeah. Hmm. okay for complete cure usually because it's not detected early it's really hard to have a complete cure of it. Hmm. So early detection is the key. Early detection is the key because what 
once it's detected early, people are able to live normal lives for a very mm-hmm. long time. It has a good outcome once it's detected early. Okay. How many times in a month or in a year do you think that women should go get their, their breasts examined or screened? Okay. So for ultrasound, I think it can be done every year. Okay. I think it can be done every year, yes. And then for the mammogram, at least every two years, because that, that is a bit expensive. So hmm. It can be done every two years. At least two years. Once in two years, it should be done. So once in two years. I know, um, I know um, according to research, research mm-hmm. breast cancer is the most leading death in in women like yes and 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 I, although it's there there's been increased cases there's just mm-hmm. like low turnout and screening and you know all of that so how do we prevent or reduce like the rate of stigma because i am assuming that like misinformation like stigma, like a person being like, oh, I have cancer or knowing or telling another person that, oh, I have breast cancer mm-hmm. and all of that, the society and all of that will kind of play a role. So how do we reduce the rate of stigma that is associated with this health issue to so that people can freely have conversation around this topic? Okay, so that would be, you know, having, educating people, you know, on what's the diseases mm-hmm. and then the treatment modalities and encouraging them that once it's detected early there's a good outcome of the disease mm-hmm. and also Thank encouraging you. them to seek health care in a hospital facility first you know immediately they notice any change okay i i went to school in the north yeah to be frank mm-hmm. with you like truthfully going to nursing school in mm-hmm. in in the northern region of ghana with the mm-hmm. facilities available i don't think it would even cross anyone to go have their breast examined yes exactly, exactly. <laughs> so that's how you need uh-huh <laughs> That's why, you know, that, that is why we are celebrating mm-hmm. um, breast cancer awareness this month, you know. So, because we have things like this, it will prompt people to, you know, come and ex- come and get screened for breast cancer. You know, we imagine we didn't have any day like this. Then we all just be going out on with our daily lives. There will be no mention of breast cancer, but Thanks to celebrations like this, a whole month dedicated to to creating awareness of this disease. But don't you think there should be more? Especially, I'm speaking this um, for the Ghanaian community. Please, I apologize. Mm -hmm. Because... When, where I went to school, Sha, like sister, <laughs> people literally have to cross like water bodies and wow. to have access to to the chip compound and to their mm-hmm. to travel crazy miles with mm-hmm. rusty roads to get access mm-hmm. to the hospital. So if breast we we even we even have there is a breast cancer awareness month, which is October. Mm-hmm. And mostly the celebration is centered in like in the, the big cities, cities and yes, yes exactly, you know. Exactly. So if someone in the village, like in Chania somewhere, mm-hmm. how would that person have access to the, to this information? Yeah. So I think what can help is like we need to encourage health workers, you know, to go inside the communities, you know, to have mm. such during. No, maybe not because if we say we are going to do that in October, mm-hmm. then you know in October you have to do this in your city too, you know. So maybe in other months in the year, we can be going into um how to put it the outskirts, you know, mm-hmm. the villages, you know, to educate them, you know, yeah. 
So we need to do that's more. one thing that we can do. Yes, we need to do more. And I think also people need to talk more. Like people. Okay, well. Yeah, this is more discussion more like on a, the topic. Yeah, more discussion on the topic. But also, I'm going to talk about it's more like, you know, people barely talk about their pain. Yeah. Or they are setbacks, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I would. You said the way malaria is is highly campaigned, and there is this mm-hmm. great awareness when it comes to malaria. I think it would be mm-hmm. really cool if we would have that kind of awareness around breast cancer, even though it's a personal, private. Yeah. You know. But mm-hmm. anyway. Um, I want us to what are this gonna be our last two questions and then we can mm-hmm. wrap up. Yeah. So before like my my other question is what are some side effects of treatment? So the side effects, can you tell us a bit on the patient and also on the family? What are the side okay. effects? And how do we prepare so. ourselves? How can a person prepare themselves to aid um, a relative who is facing such situation or going through such situation? Okay, so the side effects, it depends on the mode of treatment. Mm. And then the mode, the, treat, the mode of treatment also depends on the extent of the cancer. So, for example, in some people, they may benefit from surgery, just surgery. And then even with the surgery, they can either take part of the breast mm-hmm. or they take the whole breast. Mm. So, first of all, uh, side effects of such treatment to be, you know, low self-esteem and all that. Because imagine you've lived with two breasts all your life and then all of a sudden you just have one. You look in the mirror and then you feel like there's some deformity, you know. Mm-hmm. So the first of all will be that the self, you know, the low self-esteem. And I think in such a case, the family can support and encourage, you know, and you would think um, losing one breast and then having your life, you would think someone would easily choose losing the breast and then having the life. But there are instances mm-hmm. where people refuse surgery because they don't want to lose the breast. The breast that is already diseased and has to go. People decline treatment just because they want to have two breasts you know mm. so it's really it's really important mm-hmm. yeah and is, is treatment expensive is it affordable can the lane man or the woman i just told you about in tanya can she mm. afford treatment or like treatment, treatment is actually expensive it's actually expensive it's, it's, it's really expensive. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Hmm. Hmm. So it's an expensive. But then, disease, but yeah. then, you know, it's expensive. But then, the longer you wait, the more advanced um, the disease gets, and then the the higher the cost, um, the cost of treatment. And yet, my sisters mm. in Christ, if you are listening, so please get your breast exam. Detection, yeah. uh, early detection. Early detection. Uh. Okay. So I have a question here, and, and the gentleman mm. says, can men help with the examination, like the breast examination, and is it acceptable? Well, because hmm. they, they can, can yeah. Because those adverts that be no, circulating. No, no, no. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> they can, yeah. Yeah, they can. They can work. Mm. Because, but this will have to be someone who lives with you. You know. Someone who needs somebody to drink? No, no, someone. Someone who, anybody at all, anybody, anybody at all around you can help with the examination. You know. Okay. For example, you know, we are all supposed to know how to examine our breast ourselves. You know? Okay, which so is if the you last do it question yourself, for the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So if you do it yourself and then you notice any abnormality, you just go to someone around and then you tell the person, oh, I feel 
that's can you feel it and see that is too normal but they will yeah you know as long as, they will know. As, long as the 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 breast is yours the breast is within your family uh-huh. as long as <laughs> no the thing is you know sometimes sometimes it's difficult to tell there are instances mm-hmm. where you just hold the breast and then you feel the abnormality there are sometimes mm-hmm. that even the healthcare personnel examining it mm-hmm. may not feel any lump but then because you are complaining of something you mm-hmm. do the ultrasound and then the ultrasound may pick up something yeah. you know. okay so like the the screening is the best option yeah the screening is the best option. but the screening involves the examination and then the ultrasound ultrasound yes okay do the size of the breast matter when it comes to breast cancer the size of the breast mm-hmm. <laughs> well <laughs> why are you laughing does it matter you know i can't think of any mm-hmm. medical reason why the size of the breast how the size of the breast will affect okay mm-hmm. well okay well it may have to do with the fat cells you know oh, yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then as you said earlier increased fat cells means increased estrogen so okay. there's a okay. correlation in there well thank you dr gifty um my my last question is how do we examine our breasts? Can you give us the steps to how we okay. can examine our breasts at home and then we can wrap up? Okay. okay. So, we have Should to we do examine it as you speak? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can, you can join me. You can join me, yes. So, so we are supposed to examine our breasts every month. You know, every every month. month. Yes. yes. Okay mostly after the menses because you know before menses um mm-hmm. the breast naturally increases in size and then the tissues become engorged you know mm-hmm. so after after menses it goes back to its normal size so in that in that case if there's any mm-hmm. abnormality it's easy to pick it up mm-hmm. yeah so so for this, you need a mirror and then your hands. <laughs> so you mm-hmm. stand in front of the mirror. You first put your hands with your shirt off, just exposing your breast. Mm-hmm. You stand in front of the mirror with your hands on the side. You look in the mirror. You know, you check your breast in the mirror to see if there's any skin changes. The skin that we talked about, when the mm-hmm. skin of the breast looks like the orange hue, or if there's any abnormality in the shape of the nipple, yeah, you look out for all that. Or if there's any wound on the skin, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So you look out for all of that. You also lift your hand because when you lift your hand, it exposes other side, other parts of the breast that you may not see with your mm-hmm. hands by your side. Then you put your, so if you want to examine your left breast, you put your left hand on your waist. You put your left hand on your waist and then you start palpating. So you start palpating your breast from the outer part in circular motion. Okay, I think it will help to find pictures and put on the page. You know, mm. so so you start palpating from the outer corner, mm-hmm. like from the you know. <laughs> wait, let me find a picture. Outer corner will be from around the armpit coming into the nipple area. Yes, and then from the chest yes, so... down coming into the nipple area. Yes. So you palpate in circular motion towards the nipple. Mm-hmm. 
when it gets to that nipple, you just squeeze it a little to see if there's any discharge going to come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, and then that's it. But I'll find a picture and then. Okay, we can chat. definitely do that. Do that, and then we'll we put all the pictures on the the world's page so that everyone can have access to it. So when it comes to examining your breast, with your hands down, naked or upper part, um, chest area naked, look straight into the mirror. First, look for the sizes, the skin area to see if there are any um, discoloration, wound, or anything like that that is abnormal that shouldn't be there. Motioning in her, we are Dr. Silver South, don't start to follow my your hands down. When they me up from really free, Udi, Udi free, um, your armpits. Your armpits, mm-hmm. like area, no, 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 yeah. or whatnot mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. then you keep doing that and ensure that with your hands up to you do the same so ensure that your everything is good and if you think if you have the slight doubt just go to the hospital yes if there is the yes. slightest doubt please go to the hospital yeah. and if you just join us we just had our conversation with dr gifty button on um breast cancer awareness doctor do you have any last yeah. last last comments? Yes. So after doing it while standing, mm-hmm. you also do it while lying down. Mm-hmm. So with the lying down, you just put it to different postures. Yeah, different postures. Right. Yeah. Mm. Twice <laughs> <laughs> So with that, you just um, lie down and put a shoulder on your back. Mm-hmm. Um, so you put a pillow at the back of your shoulder mm-hmm. yes, and then you just do the same thing you just palpate yes well, because you know when you're lying down mm-hmm. the breast lies down in a certain position so yeah. think something that you wouldn't have felt while standing when you lie down you may feel it yes. definitely definitely so husbands, gentlemen, if you have wives at home, this is a duty for the men. It's not duty for the men, but it's duty for the men. So get to work. And Dr. Gifty, thank you so much for, for joining us tonight. And for everyone listening, thank you all for today's joining us for today's conversation. And you all have it. Breast cancer is, is wild. So please, my ladies, get examined, get checked every month make sure you examine your two breasts mm-hmm. get them checked and ensure that you are safe and this brings us to the end of our conversation dr gifty thank you so much for your time and sharing your knowledge the world highly appreciate you madam and and to um to all my listeners and um, to the new ones to the old ones thank you all for joining us tonight and uh, for tonight's conversation the world comes away again on the 28th with another insightful interesting conversation so i hope to see you all on the 28th and until then god bless you have a good night and have a good evening thank you, you too.